Hello, everybody. <laughs> I like doing my Count Dracula voice. It's my Count Dracula voice. I feel like you can sell cereal with that voice. Chocolate goodness. We are another, our, our second, our penultimate Halloween episode of the year. That's how almost done we are with Halloween. It was, it was a weird month. My old ass getting jet lagged. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. We did, uh, however, combine. You're not going to miss any topics. So we were supposed to do Halloween commercials, then mm -hmm. Halloween pre-rad years, Halloween post-rad years, and trick-or-treat grab bag. We just combined pre and post into one show tonight, which made it easier. Much oh, easier. Fuck yeah. Not going to lie. There's a... Uh, DJ, slow down. What up? The We're good. weight came off my chest and not just my, you know, excessive bosomy fat glands, but... You're very handsome and a lovely boy. Thank you. Yes. But I was also out of ideas and combining the two definitely helped streamline the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, here we are. Because this show is all about quality over quantity. Right. 400 shows later. <laughs> you might have two good ones. We uh, Speaking of good ones, uh, go ahead. Uh, Kate released part two, technically part one, of our two-part crossover podcast on the Hess's Patio podcast. Um, if you want to hear a little arcade behave. Yeah, I, I try my fucking hardest not to swear. And I, uh, I did pretty well. Um, I, and I want to, baby, please give, give it the rub, give it the old rag, you sprinkle a little rag, you dust on it, if you will. Give it go. So, uh, if you're out of maniacs, do me a favor. Go to the pat, search the patio podcast, and download the Radiers cro crossover episode, just to show, show, uh. The people of Lehigh Valley that uh, Radamaniacs, yeah, we listen to things. It's good too. I mean, if you listen to the first, it's like technically second part. You want to hear the first? It's like um, episode uh, one. It's like the Phantom Menace of <laughs> of the crossovers. It's a prequel. And uh, yeah, so just, oh, just I thought you meant like episode one because you were well behaved and not profane. No, no, no. It's uh, I think she calls you Squeaker right away, or Skeeter. Skeeter. Oh, she calls you Skeeter. Skeeter. Ah, everyone gets it wrong. Yeah, you're my my little squeezy. Um. So yeah, that go ahead and download that, and um, give it a listen. Give it the rad years dust. Sprinkle it on there. God damn. RK must pose. How embarrassing would that be? <laughs> I actually went out and posed. Um, yeah, what happened between last week and this week? Uh, I did go to that game. It was at eight o'clock, um, uh, that Phillies clinched the NLCS. Now they're looking like, uh, they're two and oh, they're looking like, um, they're going to, it's not to talk sports too. They're, they're going to win the whole fucking thing, baby. Yeah. You're not going to hear about the end of it, the end of it from us. No. Um, Travis and Jason Kelsey were at uh, game one of the NLCS, right? Yeah. Uh, or two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was one or two. It was one, I think. It was one. one it was Cassie hit the home run. Yeah. Because I was saying I had goosebumps from Cassie hitting the home run, and everyone thought I meant from seeing Travis and Jason. But I'm a big <laughs> fan of theirs. You knew I would pop 
Uh, especially because I have the same. I bet you did. Oh yeah, I have the same uh, homage hoodie that Jason was wearing. Uh, I mean, side by side, you can't tell the difference between the two of you. <laughs> Jason or Travis? Doesn't matter. They're both massively bigger than me. <laughs> like, my body would be broken in half if one of them just ran into me. But oh, like that fan that ran out of the field. Oh yeah, he got at the end of last night's game. Yeah. So uh, the reason I bring up the Kelseys is that someone wrote into their podcast, uh, which is number one on Apple because of Swifties. But asking, ask, said they love the podcast, but why do they have to swear so much? And like, because we fucking can't help it. So they're doing the <laughs> New Heights uh, podcast uh, fucking scholarship fund where they're going to put an amount of money into a swear jar every time they curse and donate it to some kid's fucking scholarship. <laughs> Just like us. Like, yeah. I, I, Kate didn't say also, Kate didn't say don't curse or be vulgar on the show. I was just doing it as a courtesy to her because she doesn't do that. Yeah. That's um, not the show. That's not the show. It's very yeah. classy. And if you, you want to that little E next, like uh, just popping up in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. She had some classy guests. She had Carson Cressley on. Oh, she has a, a historian. Yeah. You've done, you've done work with him. She has historians on there. It's a good show. Even if you're not from the Leah Valley, it's a go. It's a good, she does in-depth research into nostalgia and what makes people, um, crave the nostalgia uh hmm. that we so do yeah i i think she thought there would be more in-depth conversation with that with me uh she forgot not seeing me really for 20 years that i'm an idiot mm, yeah you kind of got that going for you <laughs> yeah so um i'm like i'll do bad impressions so she's like you sh you do I, she, again she was humoring me she's like your impressions are good you should be in front of the camera <laughs> uh, luckily we're on a video and I was like rolling her eyes when she said it uh, but yeah it was fun it's a fun show Go so go nice. give it a listen uh, I know I you won't I actually learned something yeah I know you won't because you don't listen to anything I listen to a lot of things you, are you going to go listen to the patio podcast with me I'll download it right now mm, that doesn't mean you're going to listen but I appreciate you downloading it I'll listen to it tomorrow. I don't have anything to listen to tomorrow. So I'll Give it the rub? It. All right. Well, and I want your honest feedback next week. No, you're not going to get that. No, no, you, you have me. to be. No, you pay me. Uh, not for this show, I don't. Yeah, but you pay me for other shows, so I'm not about to... Come on, tear me to pieces. I need it. I need, Ooh, I need wow, criticism. It's a, it's a family show here. Yeah, no, it doesn't have the big E for explicit like ours does. Download episode. Look at that. There's Ryan one, Kate. We got one for you. Retail. The rad years of retail. Rad years of retail. Yeah. Um. Basically, so she's got all these guests talking about how much they love Tess's and like loved going there. And my take was, I fucking hated it, and it was just a store I had to get through <laughs> to get to the better parts of the mall. Um, like KB Toy Store, Walden Books, Radio Shack, even far more James Way, the arcade, the best places in the mall. It was like she got Ed Hanna on the show. Not that Ed Hanna. It's that Hanna oh. of the who owns the old um, O'Malley's. I forget oh, what it's my, called. How now. did she try Finch and something stuff. It's fancy ass brunch place now. Ooh. 
Uh, I'm not a fan of the fancy ass brunch. I'm not gonna lie. I I love You're eating not? at various times of the day, but uh, there's something about brunch. Just... I think brunch is the fucking dumbest thing in the planet. Yeah. I don't even. I, I don't eat breakfast, so brunch is yeah. like like just drink. You don't need to have some fancy yeah. meal, breakfast meal, to have an excuse to drink. Yeah, well, and the same thing. It's like you have to call it something special. Oh, because we're just having breakfast later in the morning. I'm like, but, and that's a thing. But if I want to eat a, a fucking cheesesteak and a hot dog and some French fries at 630 in the morning, I get looked at like, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> when I order a 20-piece chicken nugget at 630 at McDonald's, they're like, uh, sir, it's breakfast. No, it's brunch. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my nuggies. Yeah. Like I've there's a bunch of leftover like uh I, I have literally fifteen pounds of pulled pork sitting in my fridge. If I don't eat it for breakfast every day over the course of the week, at some point it's gonna go bad. Did you you yeah. were eating uh French onion in the office the other day yesterday, I think. I was a sweet boy. Was and was in that room. Was that um homemade or was that Oh, it's homemade, yeah. Uh, so you had a you so you pulled pork and French onion. You're going for the double. You're just trying to fucking bust your gut open, aren't you? <laughs> There's a face hugger on me. Fucking destroy that toilet. Oh yeah, yeah just, just like everyone else, apparently. Yeah, I can't be away from a toilet. <laughs> uh, we were um, we were just a fucking clown show of circus monsters at. <laughs> At our job, and us both included. So don't oh, think yeah. we're judging yeah, everybody not. else. Just a big Kool Aid man to you, I guess. Um, I think I couldn't find Jake to go in and. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Like, it's not appropriate for me to make fat guy jokes, but other fat guys can make it. Just like you were shitting on Bob pretty hard the other day. Yeah, as I'm handing him food. Yeah, you have some food, yeah. fatty. <laughs> I feel bad when I do it, like because he kind of has the look of like a, a like a sweet little kid. Like honestly, it's like smacking a puppy. Yeah, mm. and you know sometimes you know you're trying to do. I mean, you're still at least only one X before your L. Bob's up to three. I I, I, I still I still fit into an L. Mm. Not well, but I do. I mean, a sausage still fits into its casing. <laughs> true sorry that's why i have that's why that's why dougie has specific orders to be as mean as possible to me hmm. and he'll apologize too he's like sorry for that i'm like nope i need that i mean i could do that it too but away. it like you the look on your face when i make the joke i can't take it even that kool-aid joke today you were just like heartbroken you took your hoodie off yeah well it was kind of hot in there you know it wasn't about that yeah <laughs> like oh look it's kool-aid man <laughs> Just sitting at my desk doing work. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! I mean, do you hey, want you fat piece of shit? How's I mean, it going? I could I could join in on it though, but I just I don't yeah, know if please I please do. No, no, please brutalize me. We're uh, we'll actually get to walk at Phantoms Games hopefully coming up. Get those steps in. I read an article today. And of course, you know who knows what it's what's behind it, but it wasn't like some like weird like site you click on. It was actually posted by a reputable news site that if you follow the Mediterranean diet, I clicked on the same article but didn't read it. Um, I read it, and with moderate exercise, it will not only you'll lose weight, you'll lose belly fat. Ooh, that's. And I was eating the Mediterranean diet over in Greece, 
If it's just fucking tzatziki sauce and pita bread, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. No, I love. I, I, and grilled yeah. chicken. Yeah, olives and you know. I don't like olives. Light green. Oh, I love. Olives. But you're not supposed to use like butter and dairy. Just olive oil. Yeah, I I actually do a lot with just olive oil. Like the only dairy they eat is yogurt, cultured oh, dairy. God, I fucking hate yogurt. Really? So well, then that's that's tzatziki sauce. It's all yogurt. Yeah, but it's got some. It's got garlic and dill in it. Garlic in, yeah. So if they like made a Chobani garlic flavored, you'd probably get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want Chobani with fruit in it. Put some fucking garlic and dill and cucumber in there. I'd probably get that too. That'd probably be delicious. Like, why aren't they doing that? Like a savory uh, yogurt. Yeah. They did that with like cottage cheese. We were at the Allentown Fair one year and they had, um, uh, I, th- I think it was Daisy doing tastings of cottage cheese and they had like a black pepper one and it was pretty fucking salt and black pepper was mm. pretty good. And they had like a, 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 a Dale's flavor. There was, there was, there was interesting flavor. I got the Chobani. I'm giving you a, a fucking million dollar idea. Chobani savory yogurts. Mm-hmm. Because the fatties around here will just turn it into chip dip. Right. But then there's no, there's no, the sugar of like the fruit yogurt. Yeah. Like, I'd rather a savory. Yeah, but yeah, if I eat, eat it with, like, some, like, I don't know, something that's not going to... Lay's. Eat it with, like, fucking, not Lay's, like, uh, 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 carrots or uh, celery. Yeah. And that, that's not a like, bad snack. It's a healthy snack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would I would do that. I, I would do that. Yeah, I'd eat it with a spoon. Maybe. maybe. I, don't, I would have to, I would give it a try, but I am just, I, yogurt just, I gag. Oh I really? Know what it is. Well, all yeah. all the tzatziki we got in Greece wasn't like it is here. It's not like a drippy sauce. Hmm. It's it's yogurt. It's more like a hummus. And the consistency, like yes. Consistency, it, yeah. yes. It's clearly yogurt with lots of garlic, dill and cucumber in it with olive oil mm. and uh, on it, and it's delicious. Man, we ate it almost every meal. I can get behind that. Um, yeah, that was really good. And, uh, oh, look at that. Astros beat the fucking Rangers. I knew it was going to happen. Take, Come take on. that, Scherzer. Limpy old man. Oh, my, uh, my arm hurts. Yeah, Scherzer and Verlander, two jerk off old Matt. Sorry, everybody. I mean, they're probably really <laughs> nice guys, but. Sure, they're nice guys. And we're talking shit because we're fucking Philly, baby. I say we. Yeah. I hate when people say we. We're going to win, but I'm saying we. We're winning. <laughs> we. We're part of the team. Half those guys we had to watch suck in Lehigh Valley for so long. Yep. It's We deserve it. <laughs> we paid our dues. We paid our dues. We could say we. We, we. Goddamn, motherfucker. Uh, what else have... Yeah, you still haven't watched Loki yet, have you? Uh, Loki, I'm so far behind on the whole, but Loki, uh, Ahsoka, fuck, I didn't even start Gen V yet. Neither, same, same Z, we're waiting to start Gen V. We'll let a few episodes build up. Shorzy isn't released in America until, not that you watch it, but October 27th for everybody. You know, I said I was going to watch Shorzy. It's all the episodes drop on Hulu October 27th. Oh, nice. So I have to wait for that. I'll get, I'll get to it. I've still, well, you didn't watch all of... 
You didn't go all the way to the end of Letterkenny, did you? I did. And that's when I, I got to Shorzy. Said, I thought you didn't. No, I watched all of Letterkenny and then I got to Shorzy. Oh, okay. I got like a season or two to go. <laughs> no, I blew through it all and then I got to Letterkenny. I was ahead. I told you to watch Letterkenny. Yeah. And, and I did. Yeah, and I was, I was, a, I never stopped. I kept going. And then I started watching Shorzy because I even watched all the animated Letterkenny shorts. But uh, Shorzy is fucking hysterical, so. Fuck you, Shorzy. Oh, I hear a ton of it with all that shit I was working on today. Will Snipe Selly Boys. So much of it. Ferda. <clears throat> hey, Ferda. Um, anyway, I can't speak hockey Canadian. I'm not, a, I'm not a hockey player. We were talking today. I was like, fucking hockey players. I'm like, but I... Go talk shit to one of them and beat the living crap out of you. They're the <laughs> toughest sons of bitches alive. Just to drop the gloves and start fucking wailing on each other, feeding each other lefts and rights and uppercuts right there on the goddamn ice with dude no and care in the world. About it. Yeah. Just a good bit of fun, eh? Yeah, I do not like getting punched. No, not many my people. My kid do. came up, my kid came up to me and like smacked me on the bat, like the small of the back. With, like, your tiny little hand. And I went, ow. <laughs> like, ow, don't hit. Fuck! How do you not <laughs> curse? Uh, it's... Uh, I don't, I've trained myself. Yeah. To be like... It, it goes back to my summer camp days uh, yeah. when my parents would visit. On, like, Wednesdays, they'd have family day, so they'd, like, come up for a couple hours every other week to okay. see me for a bit. Okay. And I'd have to, like, turn it off. I'm like, okay, I can be a good boy. So I would like practice not cursing. My dad, I just stopped giving a shit. I'm like, I am who I am and I'm going to curse. And if you don't like it, then get away from me. And my dad would joke that he got his foul mouth from me. I got my foul mouth from my phone. <laughs> I, I can, I believe that wholeheartedly. Uh, do you know the company Dixon Flannel Squeezer? Uh, I think, yeah, I think I have some. I ordered my first, uh, they're, they're quite expensive. I wasn't sure if you would have any. I know Brad wears them. D-I-X-X-O-N. Uh, yeah, I have one. Okay. I ordered my first flannel since middle school today. Oh, nice. They made a, they made a reproduction of the one Pete Venkman wears in Ghostbusters. Oh. It's called the Venkman flannel. It was $50. Oh, that is, that's sexy. Yeah, I bought that I today. Like that. Got a Stay Puff on the the sticker. And I also mm -hmm. bought the Tear flannel, the orange one. I was like, okay, I'll take that one. I'm, a, I'm buying flannels. I might as well get two. I got yeah, the Venkman flannel. They make quality shit. So, yeah, I got that. So if you want to get the same a, a flannel shirt model after the one Pete Venkman wears, when Walter Peck comes to visit him, at and Ghostbusters one at the Ghostbusters headquarters, they Dixon is selling it, and there's still every size in stock for now. Hmm. I ordered mine this afternoon, and uh, that's uh, I, I mean, I've been I've been so like engulfed in the fucking um. Phillies, I've been not like following story, and with the strikes and everything, it's been, it's been like nothing's news coming out. But yeah, they said uh, uh, Comic Con was really awkward. 
Yeah, because no, the actors couldn't talk about any projects. Yeah, so they're just talking about themselves. Yeah. And they're, when you, that's when you realize that they're really not that interesting. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, neither are we, but people still listen. No, no. Uh, they're doing a live-action revival of Gargoyle Squeezer. Uh, yeah, I saw... Uh, who posted a... Uh, who's the artist? Fucking guy online. Was it that... Uh, yeah. Geek Art World did a rendering? No. I forgot who it was. I saw it. There was a... Well, comicbook.com has one based by Geek Art World. By Marcus Dublin? Nope. No. Um, but I saw that. I was like, oh, Squeezer would probably like that. I never really watched Gargoyles ever, so. It was good. My... my brother-in-law was big in the one he was because he was a little bit it was still it was you have the goliath figure brian what's yeah, up no, buddy he's pretty sweet i love the artwork i love the, the but i figured you were a big fan uh, I'm, a, I'm a medium fan medium fan okay right. i'm a medium fan i was just a i was a fan of the uh rest cool in figure. peace I, I had a bunch of the figure burt young who played Polly yeah. in the rocky series trout rake way at 83 um, That's crazy that he was 83 now because he looked like he, looked he was 60 back then. 83, yeah, back then, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Um, oh, we were, at the, we were at the Dorney Park. Oh, yeah, the, the, the haunt. The haunt. Yeah. Yeah, how I was it? A, was it the, the uh, Peanuts it, Halloween parade? It was parade? weird because it, it rained. Oh, yeah. Like when it wasn't supposed to, but this right. is where we live now. Where it's just random showers. <laughs> so fortunately, we were underneath the canopy of the little kids' train, so we just like hid there. No one mm -hmm. else figured that out. Mm -hmm. uh, but we had to get out of there by like four thirty, five o'clock because, you know, then the scary stuff comes out. And I got enough shit to deal with it bedtime while they're telling me horror stories about why Kung Fu Panda 2 makes them sad. Uh, which it does, but uh, I'm not ready to go down that road just yet. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, no, it was, it was fun. Uh, Christmas uh, stuff is, I mean, we're going to be talking about Halloween tonight, but the uh, Target's already almost phased Halloween out. It's, I got to get, I got to go to either Sam's or Target and get candy to hand out for Halloween because it's almost gone and Christmas is almost in full effect. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Uh, all right. Well, we've talked 23 minutes. I think we could get into our topic. And since I went last week because your stuff wasn't loaded and we couldn't find it, you are going to go first this week. Okay. That's how we work. Yeah. See, that's how I remember it because um, there was an incident that made us remember last week. Here's your first pick. That sucks that we're like too old to get candy. <laughs> no way, Beavis. There aren't any laws about Halloween. Really? Um, can I help you? Uh, yeah, we need some candy. Yeah, give us some of that. Come on. <laughs> Fellas, you're a little old for this, and I really think you ought to have costumes. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These sheets smell funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are my special monkey sheets. Yeah, so these are my special monkey sheets. Monkey sheets. Um, yeah, this is a, a post rad years. 
So there was a time. Oh, so this was the new shows? Oh, no, no, no. You're not talking the shows. You just used the clip. Not the shows. I'm talking about. I just used the clip. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. No. This, this still confuses me. I know what you're talking about, but for some reason, my t tiny pea brain can't wrap my head around your. Well, that's because you probably. You were done trick or treating earlier, right? I got heavy in the mischief night by like 14, 15. Yeah. I did oh. not care about candy. I wanted to cause, stir some shit, and fuck well, some I shit mean, up. Well, I mean, we were stirring up shit, too. We did a bunch of, you know, doing dumb shit, too. We couldn't be bothered to still... stop and get candy. Oh, we did it just to kind of, it was almost just a, a, a fuck around. But but when we did that mischief, mm -hmm. that was still rad years. Like, we weren't, what, you said 22? <laughs> uh, 22. Oh, no, I mean, yeah, we were, I, we were probably, like, we were home from, <laughs> or, like, it was, like, in college, and we'd go, like, trick-or-treating. Yeah, no, just, no. Oh, yeah. And I could pass off, pass it off, because I was, you know, yeah, a little short, baby face, yeah, little baby. Well, I had a mask on too, so I'm just a little fat kid with a squeaky voice. Trick or treat, you know, it's like, <laughs> trick or treat, or even this one, trick or treat. Like, oh, hello, young boy, have some candy. Hey, I'm also walking around for my sister. If you don't mind adding a second to the bag. Oh. <laughs> wow, what a great eek the cat you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh my like god, impression. <laughs> Did you not go to the lunch lady's house? What? Hold on. Oh, Jesus. Trick or treat! Trick or treat! Oh, oh, hello! Look at the costumes you all have on. I could see under that bed sheet and that mask, that plump little boy that... I'm not going to divulge your secret identity. Oh, but you're so adorable. Uh, do you want to come and see my secret costume dungeon in the basement? Oh, I kid. I kid. You're with your father. No, ma'am. Uh, no, ma'am. I'm just his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going back and forth getting you? Yeah. Oh, you're of age now. Maybe we should go down to the blue monkey and take care of anything else that's blue. If you know what I mean. Uh, okay. right, I'll stop. I know. I know. I'm making people turn the <laughs> dial. Kumbaya. <laughs> Thanks. She's giving out full-size Snickers. <laughs> I mean, that was always the goal. You know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we would pick neighborhoods and just drive her. We'd know which the good neighborhoods were. And like like up in Egypt where like you had all the row homes on the hill and you would just hop from porch to porch so you never had to like go on a sidewalk. Let's see. When I was 19, uh, Halloween weekend, I was probably driving from garage to garage and taking any beer we found. <laughs> Kate and I talked about that in the crossover. That was definitely a Parkland thing, garage hopping. Uh, uh, we did a little bit of that. Right, see, Enchantress never heard of it before. But everybody garage shop around here. It mm. was just the thing to do. That's why I'm just like my like no one's ever stolen <laughs> beer out of my knock on wood out of my garage, except Don and given it to me for Christmas. Uh, I mean well, they might have. I had so fucking much. Honestly, I probably wouldn't even notice. Let me think. We have my our buddy Victor's basement, and then 
go to the park. Lunch Lady's Dungeon. Uh, yeah, Lunch Lady's Dungeon. Uh, <coughs> What'd you do in your some... buddy Victor's basement? Uh, Rolling Rock and uh, Goldschlager. Oh, oh, he his dad like kept beer down there. I don't know where it came from. I didn't question it. Hmm. No, we and you drank it warm because you didn't really. And if unless they store it in the fridge. You you had to drink it warm out of the trunk of whoever's car you were driving around stealing the shit. Oh no! You, what you don't have coolers and ice in Parkland? We are mon- we are just out to fucking. <laughs> it was it wasn't to enjoy ourselves drinking beer, Squeezer. It was a means to an end. Oh, it's not like I was walking around sipping with my pinky out. Like, hmm, look at me, I'm a gentleman. No, we found a couple like like cans of fucking Guinness with the fucking little widget in it. Oh, we cracked oh. them. We cracked them warm and drank them right there. Oh god, that was the worst I ever had. Was a, uh, uh, what was that nightclub in, in Bethlehem, next to the? It was like eight below or something. I never went to Bethlehem. <laughs> oh god, I, I we were in college. My eight below. Where think, was it? Uh, right next to the movie theater. The Boyd. The yeah, it was right next to. It was like under the Boyd. I never you go down like a thousand flights of stairs in this place. I honestly, I have no idea what you're talking. I never yeah, heard of it. Not, well, it's not my, it's not my. Story. Anytime anyone's like, want to go to Bethlehem, I'm like, nah, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Um, Easton no. too, for that matter. What were those clubs in the circle, the Easton places? I never, we were never there. But I drag my ass down to the fucking ghetto and go to Banana Joe's all the time. I, I was there with, with Mayor and Kristen. Mayor. Once. Fucking hammered out our ass. Uh, we would do like Willow Street. Yeah. Fire Halls. The Monkey. We, we, Mangate was big for us. Um, unfortunately. Uh, Banana Joe's. Was another big one. Uh, and then, as you know. A little place called Legends. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Legends was legendary. Um, I had a house yeah, like then... within walking distance and I made poor Squeezer. Oh, God. What? 15? Was it? Oh, six it was. Almost 20 years ago. Yep. I made your poor. And then you, you, were, you didn't want to sleep in our house. So you slept in your Bronco, too. I slept too. in my truck. Yeah. 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 Um,. But yeah, we would. We I don't. We never really got that out of hand on Halloween. Uh, we would just stick her because I don't know. We were we were still like you know and uh, respectful to the Utes. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're trying to be dicks about it. Every now and then you get someone calling you out on it, but we had costumes on at least. I usually you know? was working. Not once. just monkey sheets. <laughs> Those are my monkey sheets. Ah, ah, get it off. I was usually, uh, by a certain age, I was working high school football every weekend. Master control till fucking two in the morning. Yeah. There was no Halloween. Well, then, then you go buy your own candy. Um, by candy, do you mean bags of weed <laughs> and fucking <laughs> bottles of vodka? So, yes, yeah, I would. Yeah. And then I think we would have, like, Halloween parties. At... Yeah, the Halloween parties in college were fun. Mm-hmm. But I would always go up to Bloomsburg for those. Those were the fun ones. Mm. My buddies had 
place up there. And there's always this picture. It's the one where I just drank a bottle of wine while watching Ninja Turtles on the couch one day. Did you ever run to Jimmy Simpson up there? The McPoyle brother? Uh, no. no. If I did, I wouldn't remember. He went there. Um, yeah. It's uh, claim uh, to fame. No, the only thing I remember is there was a, a picture in their house. And uh, we were always trying to figure out what the hell was wrong with it. And it was a picture of a bear, like a painting of a bear. And you couldn't quite put your finger out what made you uncomfortable looking at it. And then one day you realized it was a portrait. Mm-hmm. It was a portrait of a bear. Not just a painting of a bear, but like like the bear sat in a chair while someone painted this bear while it posed for a portrait. Hmm. And it broke like this strange, uncanny valley. Yeah. It was a beautiful painting, but yeah. Fucking it just I. popped into my head. What just memories of that popped painting. in there? I remember roasting marshmallows up at Camp Winnetoga. <laughs> <laughs> Ray has gone bye-bye, Egon. Squeezer has gone bye-bye. All right. Um, speaking of going bye-bye, here is my first. Pick. You're all done, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about fall, especially this new pumpkin spice frosty. Yeah, after it. So I'm taking some me time out here. Question for you. So, fries or a utensil, right? Good question. Okay. It is a good question. Well, Can you give us an answer? It. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new pumpkin spice frosty or cold brew. I am talking about a post-Stradiers phenomenon that happened in the later two th- 2010s, the pumpkin spicification of everything. Yep. I'm here for it. I love it. I, I, I like it within... Re- I like the smell of it. Well, um, good thing because pumpkin spice candles are big, but a few years ago they released them and they re-released them again this year. They had pumpkin spiced hefty garbage bags. Ooh. It's pumpkin spice kitty litter. This I ran a commercial for the pumpkin spice frosty that is going on this year. I had it. It's really fucking good. I was very tempted to eat the whole thing uh, like Gollum over a fucking fish he just tore out of the sea. Gollum. It was so fucking good. I didn't. I didn't. <clears throat> but there is so... So I was trying to take uh, inventory of everything pumpkin spice that is out there. And goddamn, is it fucking hard because there's so much. So even I had to stop at Wegmans on the way here. And I just saw just a few things I didn't even have on my list. A pumpkin spice tea and a, uh, what was it, pumpkin spice uh, 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 creamer. So there's this year pumpkin spice flavored cream Oreos are out. There's tons of pumpkin spice cookies, hot chocolate, coffees, creamers. Every brand makes a fucking pumpkin spice coffee. Pillsbury has a cake mix, pumpkin spice, grand cinnamon rolls squeezer, um, bloom, pumpkin spice, uh, gut health, <laughs> um, shit. There's pumpkin spice popcorn, skinny dipped pumpkin spice almonds, planters pumpkin spice almonds, pumpkin spice biscotti. There's a pumpkin spice uh, ramen cu- Nissan cup of noodles. Which I bought and I tried. They weren't bad. Huh. Pumpkin spice chai tea, pumpkin spice cookie spread, uh, pumpkin spice 
butter, pumpkin butter, pumpkin mm. spice, uh, uh, oat milk, uh, lattes. The coffees and lattes are crazy, and the creamers. Yeah, that's Mrs. Squeezer's. Uh... There's a, a Pepperidge Farm swirl pumpkin spice bread. There's Pepperidge Farm pumpkin cheesecake soft baked cookies, pumpkin spice Milano cookies, pumpkin spice Chaba- pumpkin harvest crisp Chobani flips, which is a pumpkin spice low fat Greek yogurt with oatmeal pastry pieces, cream icing chunks, creamy icing chunks, and cinnamon frosted cookies. There's uh, Chobani pumpkin spice oat milk. There's pump cream pumpkin spice raw honey. There's pumpkin cheesecake chocolate bars there's gooey pumpkin bar baking mix there's caramel pumpkin butter from william sonoma there's spice pecan pumpkin pancake and waffle mix (laughs) (laughs) there's pumpkin seed brittle there's pumpkin pecan bark there's pumpkin paul chocolates there's pumpkin spice muffin mix. There's pumpkin Philadelphia cream cheese. Pumpkin spice Philadelphia cream cheese. There's pumpkin spice Land O'Lakes butter, both are which in my refrigerator downstairs. There's pumpkin spice de- dessert dip from La Terrafina. There's Crest Teas, pumpkin spice quick bread pancakes and cookie mix. You know brownie brittle squeezer? Brownie brittle? Like, is it like a... It's like a cookie. Nip brittle? Yeah, but it's brownie brittle. There's a... Limited edition brownie brittle pumpkin spice with cream cheese chips. There's Quest health bars that are pumpkin spice. There's uh, pumpkin spice granola. There's Talente gelato layers pumpkin pie. Kellogg's has pumpkin spice special K and pumpkin spiced uh, frosted flakes and pumpkin spice frosted mini wheat squeezer. There's pumpkin Nusa yogurt. There's pumpkin um, spice Cheerios. There's Pillsbury limited edition pumpkin cookie dough with cream cheese flavored chips. Uh, Sigus Icelandic yogurt pumpkin spice. There's a variety of pumpkin pie pop tarts. Kodiak makes a pumpkin uh, spice power cakes, flapjack and waffle mix. Um, Protein, premier protein, uh, of single single serving pumpkin spice protein shakes. Jet puffed pumpkin spice marshmallows. Swiss Miss pumpkin spice hot chocolate. Entenmann's pumpkin spice little bites muffins. Uh, Three Wishes grain free protein cereal comes in pumpkin spice. Kind Thins chocolate pumpkin spice. Moki, you know the Moki, the little. Um, ice cream wrapped in sweet uh, like dough. Mm, it's a Japanese yeah. thing. Oh, okay. Pumpkin spice, of course. Uh, raw bars, RX bars, three egg whites, six almonds, five cashews, two dates, no BS, pumpkin spice, limited edition. Pumpkin spice, avocado oil, caviar, squeezer. Ooh. Yes. Pumpkin spice latte, good pop, popsicles. Pumpkin spice baby oatmeal. <sighs> pumpkin spice pumpkin. This is actually a pumpkin hummus made by Cedar Squeezer. It's probably good. Um, Sound exhausted. <laughs> the pump, prospector pumpkin spice popcorn. There's just so much. 
And this is just stuff that's out this year. There is a lot of pump. And I'm, I'm, listen, if you think I'm complaining, do not take it that way. I want, I want it all. I might not buy it all. I might not buy, buy, buy any of it, but I want it all. I love it. Uh, and, and of course, pumpkin beer. Brian Mojri said pumpkin spice Trojans. They might make them. <laughs> Brian, I, no, he said I got... pumpkin spice cereal suck. Did you try the pumpkin spice Frosted Flakes? Because they are fucking amazing. I'm sorry, you were saying? I got my fair share of pumpkin beers. I'm very, I'm picky about them, though. I don't, I don't like it too pumpkin spicy. I like. like Speaking of pumpkin and... beers and Trojans, I think pumpkin beer was the Trojan horse of the pumpkin spice world. That and the the pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, they the came beverage. in, and their popularity skyrocketed, and then there was pumpkin spice fucking everything, which yeah. is great. Well, Buffalo Bills, that was you know, like the original. That's been around like since the fucking 80s. Yeah. But it never really took off until, you know, all the other craft beers and shit. But then there, it, I'm, I'm picky about it, though, because then there's the ones that are very artificial. Mm-hmm. Where it's like they just kind of pump it with a seasoning or it tastes like extra spicy and all that. I like Buffalo Bills because it has just like a hint of it, almost like... Almost I, like they used a bit of pumpkin mash and some like cinnamon. I and actually nutmeg, tried that, that Voodoo it. Ranger Atomic Pumpkin. I liked it. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. It is the I I I can't the the hot the spicy one. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I also I, I, I like I like dog wish to I shed. Known because I I took I took two sips and I threw the entire case in the trash. I had one beer. I haven't had more than one. Uh, I like um, dogfish head pumpkin, and I like um, what's the what's the one from New York? Pumpkin. That's really good. Yeah. Um. That's always the first one I see. They make like an imperial pumpkin too. Yeah, I think uh, dogfish head. I'm not crazy about. It feels a little too artificial so, for me. No, those use uh, those those two use um, actual uh, pump pumpkin in the beer instead of just the spices. That's probably yeah. what you don't like. Um, Trogues actually, I just picked up four pack. Trogues it's nice Southern one. Tier makes pumpkin. It's an imperial pumpkin ale. Oh, Southern Tier. They also made what was the other one they had? Uh, so I actually had their Imperial Pumpkin. They also make a Nitro that was really good. And they and make the Warlock, which is even the stronger. Warlock is fucking phenomenal. It's I a, love the Warlock. It's a stout, yeah. Yeah, Warlock is great. I gotta quick grab what's left before it's all gone. They're starting to phase out already. Mm-hmm. They have a caramel, but yeah. I, I didn't even try the that. The caramel pumpkin. Really uh, I'm still drinking Sam Adams Summer Ale. Uh, <laughs> so I have about seven or eight more cases to go. I'm trying to get through the World Series. With yeah, it. but uh, the, the, the Trogues one was good. I grabbed that on a, on a whim. Uh, it, it, it Actually, it kind of just tastes like it's a bit of a... Uh, like a almost like a troganator with some nutmeg in it, really. Hmm. But which is good. It's good. 
All right. Well, here is your second pick. Zing. Is this, why run. He, is this why he threatened to beat her all the time? Yep, pretty much. <laughs> but she always got the best of him. Mm. I never I, watched I, I knew the honeymooners exist. It was like a New Year's Eve thing. Yep. But I never oh, watched it. Still my favorite. Oh, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. It's fucking great. It was so... I mean, you could see where every show to this day... Yeah, Jerry and... Uh, Jerry and... Um, What's his name? Fucking Larry David have said often that they ripped a lot off of Honeymooners. Yeah. Uh, it, everything was so perfect about it. Like, honestly, if it was in color, like, you wouldn't think anything of it. Like, it would just slide right into any slot today. And fucking better than, I mean. Well, I watched a lot of, of, like, Black and White didn't bother me because of Nick and Knight. Yeah. It's just that, that Honeymooners was never on Nick and Knight. No. And that's why I never got into it. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Ed? Is... I watch Mr. Ed all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. Green Acres? Uh, and, you know, fuck with Dragnet and fucking Get Smart? Yeah. Get Smart was one of my dad's favorite shows. I, I think that's what it was. My dad wasn't a Honeymooners fan. So. Hmm. Nah, I, I, I loved Honeymooners. And it's crazy, though, that there's only 39 episodes of the original series ever made. Oh, really? Yep, that was it. And that was the uh, 1955 to 56. They had its run. Was your dad a fan of it? Uh, yeah, my dad, my uh, grandfather and stuff. So when we were over there, like, mm. it would be on on one of the other channels. See, and then, of course, like, that's Years, My dad that didn't always... give a shit about it, so that's probably why. Uh, see, I loved it. And they also, like, you know, that we were a golf family so there's the whole golfer episode which is i think episode mm -hmm. three so i watch that all the time which this episode plays a little homage to when ralph enters the contest they have one of the guys in the club and he plays a uh i forgot what his costume was but uh like uh an eccentric rich uh golfer like swinger from the 20s and he's dressed exactly like ralph when he was golfing mm. his goofy golf outfit uh, but this is the episode that's referenced and is in Back to the Future, of course. Um, there's a 
episode of Honeymoon is referencing Back to the Future? Yeah, remember when they're sitting down for dinner and he's like, oh, now we can watch Jackie Gleason while we eat. In two. In one. In one? No. Yeah, when he sits oh, down. Oh, 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 when he goes back in time. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 yes. Well, yes, and yes. actually, they're watching it. His dad's watching it, that uncomfortable laugh. Yes, 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 yes. George yes, is watching yes, it. Yes, and yes, then, yes. again, when he goes back, the only the only issue, though, is this episode debuted the December, in December of 55. Marty had already left by then. Mm. Yeah. Continuity yeah. error. Yeah. But they purposely left this one in because the Manson Space references the whole. Oh, uh, right, right, right. And then Marty goes up as the man from. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But it, it, it's fucking fantastic. So, of course. Oh, right, can... right. He says it's a rerun. And they're like, what's a rerun? Yeah. yeah. What's a rerun? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, one of uh, Ralph's get-rich-quick uh, schemes where he wants to win a Halloween costume contest down at the lodge, and you win 50 bucks. So oh, the, this steals... is where Flintstones came from, the lodge and everything, right? Flintstones yeah, is yeah. a direct rip-off of Honeymooners. It's 100%. Him. Um, and so he just uses shit from around the apartment, like he has a pot on his head, some goggles he has for some reason. He rips the door off of the ice box and straps <laughs> it to his chest and puts like the, the faucet on it. Uh, he's got like a weight belt with all kinds. Of, he looks fucking ridiculous. Uh, and in fact, at the one part where everyone laughs because like a part of it like falls off, and that's when he says it's his denaturizer. Oh. Like he's just rolling with because the whole show is live. Um. And then uh, yeah, so he enters the costume contest and uh, he's up against the the golfer and. They announce him as they are so impressed with his costume as an impression of a pinball machine. And mm. he just rolls with it. And no one understands that he's the man from space because it's a horrible costume. Mm -hmm. uh, and then finally, uh, Norton, who had to leave, is going to miss the contest, who had this ornate, gorgeous, like revolutionary uh, Frenchman who invented swords costume, like a powdered wig and all that. He got called to work, so he had to work in the sewers. He shows up late to the contest dressed in his work gear. So he's got, like, the gas mask on, his respirator, helmet, all that. And he comes running in and wins the contest as the man from space. Hmm. You gotta watch it. It's fucking fantastic. Never have. Oh, it's so good. Love my honeymooners. I just MacGyvered a Honeymooners episode, and I didn't even realize it. Mm, you didn't do a full MacGyver, but... Oh, I can go... All right, hang on. All right, let's start well, No, I'm not, ask, so, I'm not requesting oh. a full MacGyver. I'm just... Oh, okay. No. No, just saying. Um, all right, yeah. is it my turn? Uh, it, it's your turn. I mean, I have to look to see what my next... I, I reordered my picks. Um... Uh, Right, here is my next one. This is a before Radier's pick. Mad Monster Party. Mad Monster Party. Starring Boris Karloff and, in order of their appearance, Dracula. Frankenstein. The Werewolf. The Hunchback. The Mummy. Dr. Jekyll. Mr. Hyde. 
And in order of his disappearance, the Invisible Man. Also starring Phyllis Diller as the hostess with the least. <laughs> Bad Monster Party! <laughs> it's a come-as-you-are party that's out of this world. You don't get invited. You get committed. It's a psychedelic scary. Who with the grooviest ghouls of all time. Mad Monster Party! <laughs> Anyone? It's a blast. Yeah. So, you know, do you know about this? Uh, be honest, because I, I recognize. I the... I had no idea until like a two months ago. When uh, Mahonohoy, Mah- Mah- not Mahonohoy, Mahoning Valley Cinema, Mahoning Valley Cinema uh, Drive-In mm-hmm. th- announced that they were playing this in, in its entirety. And I was like, what? It's Rankin Bass, same people who did Rudolph and Frosty and the Christmas special we know. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I went and watched it Monday night and f- I rented it. <laughs> and <laughs> God damn, is it my new favorite Rankin Bass special? Ow. No, you know what? I don't. I'm confused. I never heard of it ever. They never aired the, this when we were kids. One character looks a bit like something from uh, what was that space fucking puppet show? Uh, uh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that one. Yeah. I'll think of it. But yeah, no, I this is new to me. The the Team America puppet one, right? Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's called it. Mad Monster. Oh, Thunderbirds! Thunderbirds! Yeah. Mad Monster Party, and it's a made in nineteen sixty seven. It's a stop motion. It's in the same style as Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer by Rankin Bass, same uh, Arthur Rankin, Jules Bass, the same duo who uh, produced and directed Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and it is fucking great. On the Isle of Evil. Baron Boris von Frankenstein, voiced by Bar- Boris Karloff himself, achieves his ultimate ambition, the secret of total destruction. Having perfected and tested the formula, he sends out messenger bats to summon all monsters to the Isle of Evil in the Caribbean Sea. The Baron intends to inform them that in his monster's discovery and reveal his imminent retirement as head of the worldwide organization of monsters. Besides Frankenstein's monster, sometimes referred to as Fang, and the monster's more intelligent mate, voiced by Phyllis Diller, who was brought to Frankenstein, who live in the Isles Castle with Boris. He invites the invites include Count Dracula, the Mummy, Quasimodo, referred to as the Hunchback in Notre Dame, the Werewolf, the Invisible Man, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, and the creature from the Black Lagoon, just referred to as the creature. Um, it is because there's musical numbers which are weird. Uh, I was just watching. I was like, "Oh, I, I'll probably talk about this," and I'm like, "This is fucking strange." <laughs> they used the same stop motion animation process that was supervised by Tahito Makikanda of MOM Productions in uh, Tokyo, Japan, that did a lot of the Christmas stuff. Uh, 
definitely influenced by the Adams family and the monsters. It's very campy and very uh spoofy. But uh I don't know why it's not played every year like fucking Rudolph cuz it's fucking great. Hmm. So where where'd you watch it? You could rent it on uh like Apple or YouTube or Amazon. Oh, cool. So there was a, a, a animated spinoff for ABC Saturday Superstar movie called Mad Mad Monsters. That was a animated version that um, that uh, went further on the story too that you can watch. I did not watch that, but Mad Mad uh, Mad Monster Party is is great, and I'll give it a watch. It's fun and it's good for kids too. It's very kid friendly. Kids will love it. Okay, I'll remind them just of fucking Rudolph. It's very similar. Um, and that's that. That's we're on your third pick, and we're only an hour in. Squeeze. We're doing good time. Oh, look at that. There it is. I'm Rosebud. Lovely to meet you. This is Butterball, Buddha, Bee Dog, and Mudbud. It's a dream come true. We're surrounded by vanilla ice cream. From Fernfield <laughs> to Alaska to the North Pole, <laughs> and even the moon. Whoa! Now, the buddies are back <laughs> in their most spectacular adventure ever. This dog is afraid of snuff. Maybe he wants to eat our brains. That's zombies, dude. Yeah. Maybe he wants to devour everything he sees. That's Butterball. Come on! <laughs> I sense your puppies are in danger. Only if we end up at your groomer. Disney Spooky Buddies, an all-new movie on Disney Blu-ray and DVD September 20th. Rated G. Did somebody say boo-ray? <laughs> My mom has all the buddies movies on boo-ray. I'm I'm boo for, for reals? Oh, she fucking loves those dumb movies. Oh my god, it's so fun. Look, I watch a lot. Of she loves Space like, Buddies. <laughs> uh, space Buddies, look, I'm not telling, I'm not going to promote the use of um, psychoactive substances of any kind. All right, I will. I suggest you get high as fuck and watch Space Buddies. That's her favorite. With the aliens? Have you ever seen it? No, I think we talked about not. it before in this show. My mom loves those fucking buddy movies. Look up uh, Space Buddies Alien. You can keep talking while I look it up. Oh, yeah. goddamn. It's creepy. Yeah, it's fucking creepy. And uh, Princess Jorala. Like the cat? J-O- no, it's uh, like it's this weird puppety. It's fucking it looks like a cat. Yeah, it's, it's but it's, a, it's an alien. Hmm. Um. Yeah, it, it's so fucking weird. But look, we watch a lot of dumb shit. We watch a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I will. I you know me. I love my bluey. It's, mm-hmm. it's funny shit. Uh, I like some uh, Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. You are a big proponent it. of Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. It's fucking great, especially the second half of the first season and two and three when they get the really good story arc going. Mm. And you, yeah, oh fucking great! I even signed up on a. Uh, uh, what do you call it? One of those uh, Kickstarters or whatever. Uh, no, what's the sign-up sheet website? What the hell's that thing called? Uh, 
the one that you're supposed to use for like political activism. Oh, petition.org? Yeah, petition. I signed a petition for a cast spinoff. That's her friend who goes on adventures. <laughs> yeah, that's me. And I will watch a lot of uh, do with deal with a lot of dumb shit. There's some bad stuff out there, and uh, you know, every now and then they'll you know they'll put on some Doc stuff, and so I want to put my head through a wall. But there is no uh, quiet. There's only Doc McStuffins. There's only Doc McStuffins. Um. Yeah, uh, the Buddy series, Spooky Buddies, is fucking... Uh, it was on this morning. I, I, I came down and I turned on... Uh, I was the first one down, had the coffee going, turned the TV on, put some baseball highlights on to relive the glory that was last night. Um, and uh, I turn my back and I look and uh, fucking uh, sp- uh, Spooky Buddies is on. Mm-hmm. And it is... Uh, it's fucking terrible. Now, don't get me wrong. I I get it. It's a bunch of adorable, cute puppies that say silly things and go on adventures. It's not meant for me. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I have to have it on in my home. But I do. And I realize there's probably a shit ton of terrible, absolutely horrendous... Uh, Halloween specials that you and I watched as kids that our parents dealt with. Uh, but now it's now they can watch it at you know the click of a button anytime, and they know how the remote works. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a story of uh, so it actually takes it's kind of dark because it takes place it starts in like the forties or fifties or I don't know when it takes starts, but. And there's a boy and his puppy, and the puppy walks into a haunted house, and there's a, like a sorcerer who's played by Harlan Williams, of all people. Hmm. Um, I think it's because it's a Disney thing. He's got to deal with he's, a lot of Disney stuff. Um, and he produces that uh, uh, Puppy Dog Pals show that is a Disney thing. Uh, we were big in that for a while, too. That show's okay. Um but he plays uh, Warwick the Warlock, uh, who is there to uh, bring back the the was it the Beast, the I don't know an evil dog, and uh, this puppy gets frozen in time, and then this kid eventually moves on with his life and like works at like a cemetery or some shit, and, and then I don't know there's more puppies somehow they talk. Um, and they release the evil dog from a mirror, and then Harlan Williams comes back, and he's got an owl, and mm-hmm. they cast a spell on some big dude that looks like a purple Frankenstein. Right. And they're chasing each other around. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, that's about the. Uh, uh, and then they uh, they save the day and send Harlan Williams back into the mirror. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's some like legit. Uh, uh, who's in? Uh, Diedrich Bader. Oh, he Diedrich Bader is the voice of the Hound. He's the evil dog. Uh, Tim Conway's in it. Before he died, not after. Uh, what's his name? Oh, the the kid from uh, Righteous Gemstones plays one of the voices. Uh, Gideon. Oh, Gideon. Yeah, Gideon's one of one of the dogs. 
Uh, who else is one of the dogs? Oh, the youngest Jonas brother is one of the dogs. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an all-star cast. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm not going to tell you to go and, and check this out. Um, I, I would suggest go Honeymooners instead. But, you know, if you want to go hang out and just, you know, watch buddies' movies with your mom, there's a whole, you know, beyond Air Bud, like, did, did she go the whole catalog or just... Is she just a fan of the Buddies spinoffs? I think she celebrates the entire catalog. The entire catalog. So you have, so it started. You 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 had Air Bud, mm-hmm. you know, and then you had Air Bud Golden Receiver, <laughs> and then Air Bud World Pup. Sure. Followed by Air Bud Seventh Inning Fetch. Right. And then Air Bud Spikes Back. Oh, with well, yeah, you can't forget that. Yeah. But then they realize, like, hey, we can make money off of this, uh, and it doesn't even have to be of quality. Uh, so they got Air Buddy. Then they were like, wait, that's only one dog. We can do this with, like, you know, a bunch of dogs. And let's make them puppies. Because, you know, no one wants a real dog. Cause it's just going to die soon. Um, but you got Air Buddies, Snow Buddies, Space Buddies. That's the that's the golden ticket, man. I'm telling you, get fucked up and watch Space Buddies. Santa Buddies. Oh, can you believe they saved Christmas? Well, who else yeah, but them? I know. I know. Uh, uh, Spooky Buddies. Uh, I haven't seen Treasure Buddies yet. I, I want to check that out. There appears to be a camel on the cover. So anytime a dog can talk to a camel. And then uh, Super Buddies. Uh, saw that one too. They all get magic powers. Hmm. Um, yeah. And then they also have the Santa spinoffs as well. The Search for Santa Paws. Uh, and then Santa Paws 2. The Santa Pups. Because they realize... Hey, we just made a uh, uh, an Air Buddies movie or whatever, and with the one dog, we need more. So, uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot of these, and uh, they're on my TV a lot. Okay, I like it. Sh- yeah, no, I don't. Um. You got any more of Buddies to talk about, or should we? Oh, uh... I, I'll save it for when we. Uh, I don't. I'm sure I'll find a way to. We talk about treasure movies, and I'll watch Treasure Buddies. Rad years treasures. Rad years treasures. Here is my next pick. Hello. pepper whopper and ghost pepper chicken fries it was so good and i could totally handle the spice which is great because it's coming for you too that was a little short film burger king put out this year to promote the return of the ghost pepper whopper their halloween their 
fourth time putting out a Halloween themed Whopper, but a third iteration. Hmm. In 2015, Burger King released the Halloween Whopper, called the Halloween Whopper. It was a Whopper, lettuce, tomato, onion, pickles, cheese, uh, ketchup, mayo with A1 sauce and a black bun infused with A1 flavoring. Waiting for your thoughts. Oh. Okay. Oh, it was it was I'm trying to remember if I even and... No, I don't think I had this one. I remember having the black... Well, they re-released the black bun for one of the Batmans, right? Nope. They didn't? Nope. Am I just making that up? Yep. Oh, cute. It's just agreed with me. Jesus. Um, maybe I didn't have it then. I did not have this one. I do not like A1. Do you like A1? I am not one for barbecue sauces, really. I feel like... A1's a barbecue sauce? Of... Yeah. No, it's not. A1's gross. Barbecue sauce. A1 is not barbecue sauce. A1's made with raisin. A1 is not barbecue sauce. A1 is steak sauce. It's the same shit. It's a brand of brown sauce produced. A1. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, semantics. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. I like barbecue sauce. I don't like barbecue sauce. I do not like A1. No, no. The, the, the meat should speak for itself. Yeah, but you like the Rodeo Burger. Uh, rodeo Burger is fucking delicious. I'm not saying I'm not a hypocrite. <laughs> All right. That has barbecue sauce on it. Yeah, I'm a hypocrite. Barbecue sauce is delicious. Just yeah, A1 it's... is not... I'm I'm kind of picky about it. It, it. In certain circumstances, it's okay. I just don't like uh, if you have a, a quality uh, smoked meat in front of me, and then you smother it in barbecue sauce. Uh, it tells me you're hiding something. Hmm. So if it's on a Burger King product, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm not offended. Yeah, because it's gross bullshit. Yeah, it's not like it's Arby's or something. <sighs> Ugh, we have the meats. Then they released in 2018 the Nightmare Whopper, which had a green bun squeezer. Hmm. It was a green bun, a quarter pound beef patty, a crispy chicken filet, melted American cheese, bacon, onions, and mayonnaise. And the idea was that eating this will induce a nightmare because it's so disgusting. Like it will, <laughs> like it will feed your nightmares at night. Because the the meats combined, apparently. Mm. Meat sweats. So they partner with Paramount Trials and Florida Sleep and Neurodiagnostic Services on a study. Claims that the new burger is nightmare-inducing. 100 people ate the burger over a 10-night study. Burger King declined to provide a copy of the study to GMA, but claims the data shows that participants reported that their nightmares increased 3.5 times. Dr. Jose, if you, if you ate a Whopper for 10 straight days, you'd sleep like shit, too. I guess. Dr. Jose Gabriel Medina, the study's lead doctor, said the unique combination of proteins and cheese and the Nightmare King led to an interruption of the subject's REM, rapid eye movement cycles, during which they experienced a majority of our dreams. 
The entire endeavor is more likely a viral stunt for Burger King, but um, they did put out the Nightmare King. Uh, Green Bun. Then last year, Squeezer, they released the Ghost Pepper Whopper, which had a... um, Let me get the exact ingredients of the Ghost Pepper Whopper. That picture makes it look delicious. I must have it. The Ghost Pepper Whopper had a a, uh, quarter-pound beef patty, an orange bun with black sesame seeds, uh, ghost pepper cheese, bacon, um, fried jalapeno chips, mm. and a ghost pepper cheese sauce, or spicy queso, I'm sorry, a spicy queso. Mm. And it was released last year, or two years ago, and it's back, no, I'm sorry, last year, I'm sorry, I'm getting it wrong, last year, and it's back this year, but this year they made ghost pepper uh, chicken fries to go along with the ghost pepper whopper, and they're also introducing something called Havsies Squeezer, which is um, half French fries, half onion rings in your carton. <gasps> oh, yeah, but it takes away the thrill of finding an onion ring in your fries, though. But it's a guarantee that you will. Yeah, I don't know. I like living on the edge. Yeah. So you you got to go order a, a ghost pepper whopper, the ghost pepper chicken fries. And I have these. Um, time's my crew call tomorrow. <laughs> I can't leave the toilet. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to have time to take a smash in between. <laughs> I'm going to have to do this on the day where I, uh, I don't have to leave. So I think they also did a ghost whopper. Which was a white bun. I'm trying to find... I know uh, Dinosaur Dracula had it. Yes, the Ghost Whopper had a white bun that was cheddar cheese. Um, and that was in 2019. The Ghost Whopper was just... So it was... Uh, It was bun conjured with cheddar. So it was a really pale white bun that was a cheddar cheese bun, but it was a normal Whopper fix- mm. fixins. So those were all the, the Halloween iterations of Whoppers that are clearly post rad years that I felt the need to discuss with all y'all tonight. Squeezer, here is your fourth pick. And how about a few cakes for the kids' tea? Biscuits, too, packed in all weights. Everything hand-picked. Girl clips out points and you've done your shopping, literally in a walk. Though it'll be even quicker when rationing is over. Belts will be even quicker. Ah, we need we need more newsreels to get our news today. Mm-hmm. Seeing before yeah. a, fi- a picture, a motion picture. Yeah, a motion picture while we're all in the theater. Um... Yeah, so I, I this is as pre-rad years as you can get, I guess. So like trick or treating as a whole, kind of they kind of figure it started somewhere in like the nineteen 
teens, twenties, like little by little, but in like the thirties, it started to like become a thing. Okay. Um, and then in the forties, it was kind of like well, then early forties, it was like, uh, it wasn't like a real organized thing, and it, most it was a more, uh, it wasn't organized by communities or anything like that. And then, uh, and a lot of times it was like trick or treat and it was like the idea of it too was like it was more like not malicious mm-hmm. but it wasn't like just a grab bag candy thing uh that it is today okay like you kind of had to earn it and then the war came and then there was the sugar rations because where does all our sugar come from vietnam well yeah philippines mm-hmm. vietnam uh and also uh, the the Caribbean. The Caribbean. So yeah. between uh, Japanese and German U-boats blowing up all our sugar boats, uh, there wasn't a lot to go around. Uh, although there was a conspiracy, of course, that it was just that Americans were getting a little too fat on their sugar, so they uh, just forced us to cut back to ration it for us. Then we're forty years away from having to have a sugar ration every year since yeah. nineteen fucking seventy five. Well, here, here's the best part about the, the sugar ration. And, and granted, I guess back then you baked and prepared foods a lot more yourself. So you needed a little more sugar, I guess, than we get all our sugar from just buying it processed. Mm-hmm. But the sugar ration initially was, and by the way, everyone, even a child, got a ration book. So like a family of four, you got four sugar ration tickets. And it's... 52 and you're allotted to use it in a two-week span but it allotted for a one pound bag of sugar per week jesus christ yes that was the ration that was the ration that was the ration was a pound of sugar yikes yeah so you know maybe the government was on something Hmm. hey uh all these fatties all these little fat kids we're gonna if this war keeps going on we're gonna need some soldiers so uh uh, tell them to suck it in. Hmm. Yeah. But then after the war, uh, and then all of a sudden, like, boom, the economy started booming because, you know, no one else was left but us. And we had all this infrastructure for building shit. So we started making candy and uh, more and more, like, quality candies, not just shitty, uh, like, it's a sh- real shitty candy from the fifties. Black licorice, or like like black licorice, or like uh, like uh, good and plenties. Good, oh, good and plenties. I even had a good and plenty commercial pulled. Uh, those uh, uh Ugh. what are those dots? The, uh, dots. Uh, the, what the uh, the Jane? Uh, Mary Jane. Mary Janes. My mom loved Mary Janes. Ugh. Do you know why? Because her name's Jane. Her name's Jane. Do you know who else loves Mary Janes? No one. They suck. <laughs> um, and then even then, like real Hershey bars, like weren't like what you think of today. And then like, boom, sugar is back, and they just fucking the market just flooded. And then they started actually advertising like Halloween, and it became more of a thing. And that's where it kind of really took off. Mm-hmm. Like the you know the good old days where nothing bad was happening mm-hmm. uh, in the country or in the world right. you know, throughout the fifties. And everyone had it easy peasy. Sure. Um, as long as you were white, I guess. Yeah. As long. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Asterisk. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, was kind of like uh, the beginning of uh, 
Like, prior to that, you wouldn't really recognize Halloween or, like, trick-or-treat. But uh, now it's much more similar to uh, uh, the uh, marketing extravaganza that it is today. I love it. Yep. And the ads are so much fun. Go look at old 50s, you know, all those old candy ads and stuff like that. They're cute. They're cute. All right. You want me to go now? Not sure. Oh, shit. There is even an ad. They were actually oh. giving out, uh, they're promoting uh, post the trick or treat, the treat packs. Hmm. So it's like, hey, give a kid a box of cereal for Halloween. It was called CW Post back then, right? Uh, the old uh, cereal uh, from uh, Battle Creek, Michigan. Post was yeah. actually a student of Kellogg. There's some Mars There's some ads. weird fucking lifestyle and religion shit that went along with cereal. Cereal comes cereal has a kind of weird background. Mm-hmm. Ugh, Milky Ways. Gross. Milky Ways are bad. I like Milky Way uh, Midnight. I I don't like Milky Ways. That's the only thing I don't like the uh Goddamn. Is it the nougat? Nougat. So not, good. Not, not nougat. Yeah. It's nougat. Is it nougat? Come yeah. on. Three Musketeers, Dustin, your namesake, loves the nougat. Him and, uh, uh... Yeah, no, not a fan of... Don't like the nougat. I could go for a Butterfinger, though. Who mm. can't? You know what I like? And I ordered them from the, the, the arcade, and no one's eating them. It's because I'm not allowed. Zagnuts. That's the best. Mm. It's covered in that toasted coconut instead yeah. of chocolate. It's got that Fifth Avenue Butterfinger inside. That old school shit. All right. Um, here's my next pick. Cheeky little... Don't, don't hurt him, Mr. Old Lantern. Riken Bass present Festival of Family Classics. The exciting adventures of an elfish Will-o'-the-Wisp, Jack-o'-lantern. So this is a weird Rankin-Bass show from the 70s called... Um, well, he set it up there. Hold on. I have it. Where are my notes? My notes, I mean. Festival of Family Classics. It was an animated anthology series aired between 1972 and 1973. And this episode aired October 29th, um, 1972. And it was Jack-O-Lantern. Uh, here's what I found on it. So it's based on the Stingy Jack, Tale of Stingy Jack. I'll get to that in a minute.
Are you there with me? Yeah, I'm trying to find pictures of this. Oh. So I can follow along. So, um, I guess every episode kind of dealt with like, um, so there's Yankee Doodle, Cinderella, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Jack O'Lantern, Johnny Appleseed, Around the World, Robin Hood, Puss in Boots, Christmas Tree, Paul Bunyan, Swiss Robinson. Like they took all these like public domain stories and made, you know, um, uh, cartoons out of them. And it was mm-hmm. uh, uh, like a half hour show. This one in particular, that's oh, great. I never knew of this until this this year. So the old man uh, named Michael is visited on his farm by his grandkids. And they ask him about the jack-o'-lantern on his windowsill. And he tells a story about how they want to build a scarecrow um, because all the crows are eating the seeds on the farm. And they see a pumpkin. They start carving the head for the scarecrow. And it turns out this pumpkin wasn't just a pumpkin. It was a leprechaun who took the embodiment of a pumpkin to get his rest. And when they carved the face, they woke him up from his hibernation. And his name is Jack O'Lantern because he's a leprechaun. Oh, wow. And he likes the fact that the children's names are Michael and Colleen because it reminds me of my native Ireland. You can hear this guy fucking yap here. I just so, wait, changed myself so into a pumpkin seed to hibernate for the winter. And a fine rest I was having till youth come hacking away at me boudoir with your carving knife. With your carving knife. So he's a leprechaun with a pumpkin head? He's a leprechaun who uses magic to turn himself into a pumpkin for hibernation oh, gotcha. during the fall. And then they carved a jack-o'-lantern face into him that woke him up as a pumpkin. Um, I follow. He likes the idea of being a scarecrow. He explains to the children, however, that crows are not the reason why their farm is not prospering. He tells the children that the father's farm and the neighboring farms are being magically attacked each night by Zelda the Witch and her husband Sir Archibald the, Archibald the Warlock and the ghost goblins and ghouls that Zelda commands. Zelda wants to drive all the farmers away so she can take the land. Jack goes on to explain that the pot of gold which he keeps with him in the pumpkin shell gives him greater magical powers than any gold star witch. He tells the children to meet them in the field at midnight to see him protect the farm from Zelda and her minions. A lot of nonsense. He's like a magical turkey farmer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's all pissed that the farm is being protected by Zelda um, and Sir Altraball and Jack fights off the demons. Uh, and then Zelda ties up the kids and the kids are almost, you know, the, well, the kids almost dying is a major theme in the 70s and 80s. It just doesn't I'm happen sure. anymore. Um, They're never in danger. He gives her, uh, the witch's pot of gold to let the kids inside and emerges from the pumpkin to show his true leprechaun form. Um, he goes into the barn with Michael and Colleen and the two children are tied to a post. Zach gives Zelda gives the pumpkin to Sir Ultrabod. She leaves with the demons to cast more wicked spells on more farms. They stop it somehow um, with the magical pot of gold. And of course, Michael and Colleen are very helpful for Jack for his help, are very grateful for his help. Colleen points out that due to Zelda's magic, the crops are still ruined. Jack says that he is now 6,000 years old and would like to retire. He says that the children provide him in the pumpkin shell with a nice, warm, peaceful home. He will guarantee them a bumper crop. Michael tells Jack that he can stay with them forever. Jack scatters gold coins from his pot 
of gold on the field and the crops grow instantly. Michael says that Jack has been with him ever since. And he's telling his two grandkids a story. And the jack-o'-lantern is still on Mike's window still and begins to talk with an Irish accent. <laughs> so this is apparently based on Stingy Jack. It's Halloween. You know, most of Halloween folklore comes from Ireland. That's why in Halloween 3, it's Silver Shamrock and, um, you know, all that Ireland Samhain, which is Sam Hain. <clears throat> in English, it looks like Sam Hain, but it's pronounced Samhain. Uh, according to tradition, he is a ghost condemned to wander the earth until the end of time who invented and gave his name to the Jack O'Lantern. According to legend, Stingy Jack was a miserably drunken and thoroughly unpleasant old man who lived in Ireland a long time ago, whose name was Kim Bixler. <laughs> Jack is said to have met and gotten the better of the devil twice during his lifetime. On the first occasion, he made the devil promise to leave him alone for seven years. On the second occasion, Jack made the devil promise to never take his soul. When Jack eventually died, he was not allowed into heaven because of his wickedness. Desperate for somewhere to stay, Jack went down to hell. However, the devil reminded Jack of his promise never to take his soul, telling Jack to go back where he came from, effectively becoming a wandering ghost. Jack protect, protested that it was nighttime on earth and he would not be able to see where he was going. The devil tossed him a lump of coal from the fires of hell. Jack put it in a turnip that he'd been eating, making the world's first jack-o'-lantern. I did read that jack-o'-lanterns were first carved in turnips. Yeah, I did, yes. Ever since that, from you? probably. Ever since that day, Jack Spirit has been traveling the world using his Jack O' Lantern to light the way, always looking for a place to stay, but never finding one. Variations: Some versions of the story say that Stingy Jack's ghost finds a place to stay one night each year, Halloween night. On that night, Jack Spirit takes up residence inside a Jack O' Lantern somewhere in the world. So be careful, Stingy Jack's ghost might be inside the pumpkin in your home. In popular culture, um, he makes an appearance in the Ghostbuster comics. Hmm. Yeah, but most of Halloween comes from Ireland, from what I know. Yeah. Sean, what up? Oh, shit. Yeah, you're out in L.A. now. It's not the middle of the night for you. Um, I just want to know, Sean, how the fuck the Dodgers lose to this goddamn team? That's what I want to know. How the hell did they lose to Arizona? Anyway, that this whole Thanks. special is on um, YouTube. Just search Jack O'Lantern Rankin Bass 1972. The whole you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. Uh, your last pick, Squeezer. Oh wow! Here it is. Mm, eyeballs, rats, bats, vampire teeth. Boom! Vampire teeth. Good. Spider webs. Done. Mm-hmm. Fake blood capsules. Oh, they didn't have any. Really? That's gross. I love it. We are throwing a Halloween party at our house. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. Someone will die. Of fun. And of murder. And there's going to be beer, pumpkins. Bloody goblins. Fake ones. It's going to be awesome. We have decorations. Dead people that we just murdered. Not murdered, but pictures of dead people from TV or movies. Mutilated bodies. But fake ones. Candy, dancing, tequila, all kinds of food and snacks. Blood orphans. No blood orphans. I, I don't know what that is. Is that when um, he dresses as Chuck, what's his name from UFC? Chuck Liddell. Liddell, yeah. Yeah. And he puts and uh, Ben Wyatt in the headlock. 
until yeah, he... Yeah, he gets into a fight because Ben... Won't get angry with him. explains why he can't get angry because he just buries his feelings deep down inside, and that's why his parents are still divorced. Um, yeah, uh, Andy is Chuck Liddell. April goes as a sumo wrestler after they lost the weight. So she just wears right. a sumo wrestler. Right, the deflated, yeah. Out and, yeah, deflated. Um, uh, Chris, Rob Lowe, Chris is uh, uh, Detective uh, Sherlock Traeger. Uh, he isn't, he's not in it for just like a little bit. Is this when they toss uh, his keys? Uh, at the very end. Yeah. yeah she's like solve, like, solve this puzzle or whatever and just throws him in the trash. Um, but yeah, he just basically makes out with uh, Jerry's daughter in front of him, uh, right. in front of him uh, for the evening. Um, and then, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Ron and Anne are just going around uh, their house, just fixing, fixing everything. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking fantastic. Uh, although a- Andy does love that the part of the the thrill of taking a shower is the live wire that hangs above mm-hmm. it, and the uh, chance of being electrocuted. Um, and then he yeah. gifts the the toolbox to Anne, right? Yes. Well, the the initial <laughs> when he goes, "Do you have a toolbox?" and they go, "Yes." And then it cuts to him showing the toolbox, and it's a old, just plastic shopping bag with a hammer, uh, with a, a baseball card, uh, a half a scissors. A half a scissor, yeah, and <laughs> a uh, scissor. remote control or something, right? Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, I love this episode. Uh, and the only downside is, um, like, it's almost like the Halloween party is the B story. Um, Versus like the A story, which is uh, Leslie and Tom uh, doing. Uh, she's supposed to have like this business. Uh, uh, oh, and Tom makes it all about boat. himself. Uh, yeah, the three sixty. Yeah, and doesn't or, she like uh, take him out and beat him up in the hot tub limousine? Yeah. Yep. That's when he's out in his hot tub limousine, and then, but like then it's got all the feels because like it went out of business and he's like bankrupt and all that shit. And right. He's just blowing it on dumb stuff, and then he makes this entertainment three sixty. That's what it is. Uh, uh seven twenty. Because we go around the world twice for you. Yeah. Uh, that's when she calls out the logo too. It's like this is just it's gibberish. Um. But yeah, so it's kind of a shame because it kind of takes them out of the episode. Um, but uh, no, it's a fun. There of all the Parks and Reps, Rec Halloweens, like everyone's like, oh, the first one's the best because Leslie's at her most Leslie when she's uh, what the fuck's the kid's name? Oh, um, uh, the troublemaker kid. Something. Uh, it's, it's the title of the episode. The, don't no, don't look it up. The it's funny too when I told uh, Mrs. Shane something. The Peach Pit, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh God, it's on the. It's like on the tip of my tongue. Can I say it now? Yeah. Uh, Greg Picatus. Greg Picatus. Picatus. Yeah, Greg Picatus. Yeah. As soon as I mentioned Mrs. Uh, to Mrs. Squeezer that I was going to pick a Parks and Rec, she's like, oh, "Well, are you going to go with Greg Picatus?" Or uh, uh, the meet and greet, or like, cause she's like, yeah, that's all she watches. And then she's like, you know what? I'm gonna go back and uh, watch it again. I'm like, yeah, go for it. That's a uh, Louis Anderson's and the Greg Pakaitis one. Yeah, 
No, yeah, no, we we cannot interrogate this kid, Leslie. No. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that that one's okay. It, it's still like season two, prior to uh, Chris and Ben showing up when it really hits its stride. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but it's still good. Uh, Doesn't Anne have a Christmas party in that episode? And Ron oh, shows yeah. up as the pirate. He shows up as a pirate. That's when she's still dating. What's his name? The city planner. Uh, yeah. Um, the guy no one likes. Mark Bandanowitz. Yeah. yeah. But that's what that's when April shows up with her two uh gay boyfriends. Or gay boyfriends, yeah. And the guy dresses up as a straight man and they're yeah. standing right next to each other and they do the mm -hmm. do the tilt the up and down. Um it, it's a good one, but I, I still And like Tom it. Tom Haverford comes as T Pain and rocks the party. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then of course and then the third one is also good, but that's the one where Ron uh, takes the girls, his girlfriend's daughter, trick or treating, and he breaks the tiara. I I actually played that for the little squeeze because Amanda and I were talking about it and just laughing. She's like, "What are you talking about?" So I pulled up the clip and she watched it like ten times over and thought it was hysterical. Hmm. Every time, like, look, they're two sisters fighting. Now and your tiara is broken. Hysterical. Now your tiara is broken. Now no one has a tiara. Um, I think is that's well. I don't think it's that episode, but it's that storyline <laughs> where the there is no silence. There's only Doc McStuffins comes from. That also is one of the best Andy Dwyer jokes when he's like, "Ron and what's her name?" Oh, I forgot. That. Ron and what's her name sitting in a tree? K I S S I S S I P P. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Great stuff. All right. Yeah. Um, time to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. All right. Here is my last pick. The, the one, one. The, the only, only. The, the classic, classic Halloween. Halloween. I think he'll come back. Halloween, the night he came home. Rated R. Ah, uh, my mom's favorite movie, the original Halloween from 1978. And we talked about this. This can a lot of its sequels, it's Halloween three specifically, fall under the Rad Years uh, um, banner. The Rad Years technically, but this is kind of pre-Rad Years, even though we saw it. But the reason why this movie still has so many goddamn sequels and it continues to be made. So it was made for about $300,000 squeezer. About less than they made Clerks for. And Clerks made like $3 million, right? And it was considered a huge success, right? You there? Oh, squeezer, you yeah. there? Yeah. I'm here. Halloween made $70 million. Jesus. So, yeah. Blew up John Carpenter's career, rightfully so. Jamie Lee Curtis's career, Donald Pleasant's career. What a fucking movie! And it's such a well done slasher. The whole boogeyman, Michael Myers, being chased by Sam Loomis, um, hunting down uh, Laurie Strode, 
and just the the scenes they did with the shape as this this shape were so fucking good um it's a really good good movie and if you've never seen the original halloween i definitely suggest uh going back and watching it uh it starts just as michael myers in the little clown costume killing his teenage sister judith back on halloween night 1963 cut back to october 30th 1978 michael escapes and he heads to haddonfield killing a mechanic for his coveralls on his way with a white expressionist mask he got from a hardware store that's actually a um, Star Trek uh, William Shatner mask that they spray painted white and tussled the hair. Uh, he notices, Laurie notices the shape stalking her throughout the day. Um, and he starts slowly beginning to whack people off. Um, Tommy, who is later played by Paul Rudd in later movies, uh, whose baby Tommy Doyle sees the boogeyman and Laurie doesn't believe him. Uh, and some of the the scenes end like leading up to the end are uh, really good. It's a great movie. Uh, Nineteen came out October twenty fifth, nineteen seventy eight. It's only an hour and a half. Back when they could do a solid ninety minutes. Oh, glory days. Hmm. I remember when I first saw it. I was a scaredy pants. Uh, it was my mom's favorite movie, so I had no choice but to watch it multiple times until it was like numb to me. But um, yeah, it's a it's a the funny thing. Roger Ebert is usually the only like movie critic who I always see eye to eye with. He is often a vocal critic of slasher movies. He loved Halloween when it came out. It's really good. It's not really scary at I can, all. I can see that because it's not it's not dumb. Yeah, it, it, there's an intelligence to it. It's really. I mean, the way it's shot is really well done. Instead of like yeah. blood and gore, it's more suspense. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I figured that's pre-Rad Years. I love the movie. Let's talk Halloween. What what do we got next week? Our final Halloween episode for 2023. Is it our trick-or-treat grab bag? It's our grab bag. We'll talk anything we want Halloween. And, um, yeah, we'll have fun with it. I'm a sleepy boy. It's, uh... We only did an hour and 45 minutes only. Squeezy's got a body. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll be back next week with another Rad Years podcast. Amor K. And I'm Squeezer. What the fuck was that? I liked it. Uh, I'm, uh, no, it's fucking terrible. I gotta hate me. I'm so bad at this. Six, seven, seven years. Seven years and I can't. Uh, trick or tr- happy Halloween. I can't even say happy Halloween. It's not even Halloween yet. I got a whole other. Happy Halloween. I'm not even doing shtick. I'm just floundering. Help me. You should do the the Halloween and the this voice. It is Halloween. I'm Squeezer and I'm coming to be Arcade's assistant. (laughs) As a little kid, you didn't do voices in the mirror to yourself, did you? It shows. (laughs) Uh, No. No, I didn't look in the mirror. Uh, we'll be back next week with another Halloween episode, our last Halloween episode of the year. Until then, have a spooky night! Bye, everybody. Anything, Squeezer? <laughs> no, I was gonna let you end on that. It was a nice out. All right. Rather than go out on, like, a like a whimper like this. <laughs> Bye, everybody.